Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Joe of Word of Prayer Cultural Center in Largo, Maryland. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast. It is my prayer that you are both blessed and enriched by what you hear. Feel free to share with friends and family, and also feel free to follow us on our social media outlets, Facebook and Instagram. Our social media handle is at Wopsy, W-O-P-C-C. Visit us online at wopsy.church. God bless and happy listening. And so I want you to open up your Bibles this morning. Thank you, Music Ministry, to Matthew uh, 28, verses 1 through 8. That's Matthew 28. And we're going to read verses 1 through 8. Okay. All right. That's Matthew. Thank you so much. What chapter? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And verses what? Amen. I promise you I won't be before you long. We um, got some festivities after this and We've been blessed tremendously up till now, but there is a word from the Lord. Amen. 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 Speaking of, um, can we give those WAP kids a hand, y'all? Yes. Man, they weren't singing. They were singing. You got to turn that eye to an A the way they were throwing it down. Amen. And let's give a hand to uh, their director, LaVon Bailey. Amen. And I see sis helping her too. Let's give sis, <laughs> Sister Valencia a hand. And I think Brother Jared was helping too. You guys did a great job. Um, and, and the kids, whew, they, they sang. I love it. I love it. And Sister Natalie, your boy held it down. That's it. Lee Mike, let's get it. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome, awesome. Let's give a hand to the dance ministry as well. Elohim. All right, so by, by now you should definitely have uh, the scripture. Amen. And so it reads like this. It says, now after the Sabbath, as the first day of the week began to dawn, Mary Magdalene and the other Mary came to see the tomb, okay? Verse 2 says, And behold, there was a great earthquake. For an angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat on it. <laughs> That's gangster. <laughs> Hallelujah. Verse 3, his countenance was like lightning, and his clothing as white as snow. And the guards shook. <laughs> they had him shook. Jesus and that, that angel had him shook. The guards shook for fear of him and became like what? Like dead men. Ooh, Jesus. When Jesus shows up on the scene. <laughs> Whatever and whomever you're facing. Mm -hmm. Verse 5, but the angel answered and said to the women, do not be afraid. For I know, I know why you're here. I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. 
Oh, but the angel had an announcement. <laughs> and it's my favorite kind of announcement. He is not here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I know why you came. I know you came looking. But let me let you know right now. He is not here. For he is what? Risen, as he said. And he said, you know what? I know you got to see it to believe it. Come. See the place where the Lord lay. Verse 7 says, and go quickly and tell his disciples that he is risen from the dead. And indeed, he is going before you into Galilee. There you will see him. Behold, I have told you. And verse 8 says, so they went out quickly from the tomb with fear and great joy and ran to bring his disciples word. Has God ever done something in you that scared you but gave you joy at the same time? <laughs> Amen. If I had to choose a topic for this message, it would be this. Rolling stones. Rolling stones. Father, we thank you for this moment. Have your way. In the name of Jesus, amen. Somebody say rolling stones. The text here today depicts and describes what may be viewed as the climax of the resurrection story. This moment, you all, is the moment where truth endures. This moment is the moment where evil plans backfire. Anybody know the story? This moment is the moment where history is being made and repeated all at the same time. For this moment was prophesied by Daniel in a vision he saw in chapter 7 as well as chapter number 10 of his book. Theologians will tell you that this moment was prophesied through the story of Jonah. This moment was prophesied through the book of Hosea. And this moment was even prophesied in the Genesis account of Abraham and his baby Isaac, his baby boy. These types and shadows, Bible study class, bring to life the fact that the new is in the old concealed, but the old is in the new revealed. The truth is all of scripture, somebody say all of scripture, all of scripture and the preceding covenant, that which precedes Matthew, points to this moment. Somebody say this moment. Amen. I need to talk back church today where the stone is rolled away. Somebody shout rolling stones. I would be remiss if I didn't make mention of what may come to mind when we hear the title of the message. Some of us have heard this phrase, Rolling Stones. We've heard it all before. The Rolling Stones are indeed an English rock band that started in the early 1960s and grew to become the largest rock band in history. You know, Mick Jagger and them. Rolling Stones is also the title of a well-known magazine. Anybody ever seen that magazine? But this morning, I need you to do away with whatever your prior connections to that phrase may be. 
because I didn't come to talk about a magazine cover issue or subscription. I didn't even come to talk about nobody's papa. Some of you will get that on the way home. Because papa was a Huh? I'm just humming with y'all playing in y'all head. When he died. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Bring it back, bring it back, bring it back. We talking about when Jesus died. And rose, hallelujah. I knew I had a sharp church in here today. But no, I didn't come to talk about the magazine publication. I didn't come to talk about Papa. I didn't come to talk about Brother Jagger. I came to talk about Jesus, the risen king. The gospel writer, Matthew, also known by his street name, I mean Greek name, Levi. You know you got another name in the streets, amen. We know him as Matthew, but around the way, yo, Levi, yo, Lee. And so this is from whom we find this riveting account. The writer of the first of the synoptic gospels, disciple of Jesus, Jew, former tax collector, turned evangelist with the mission and assignment to write to a Jewish audience to let them know that Jesus was the Messiah that they had been waiting for and that Jesus was the fulfillment of Old Testament prophecy. The writer Matthew, a.k.a. Levi, he writes with detail. The writer writes with compassion and with conviction. And in our text today, he gives account of exactly what happened on that glorious third day morning. Amen. Y'all know something about the number three. Amen. Somebody shout, the stone was rolled away. Shout, rolling stones. I begin to do a little research when it comes to stones and how they are expressed biblically. And I found that Matthew's account is not the first time where we see or hear of stones being used physically and or symbolically in scripture. As a matter of fact, much like the message, fear not, y'all, stones show up and are talked about or mentioned about 365 times as well. Some of them you probably know about. Ladies, the rubies in Proverbs 31, those are stones. We talked a few weeks ago about the scripture in John 8 and 2 with the woman who had been accused or rather caught in the act of adultery. And, 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 and we know that Jesus said to the accusers, well, he without sin cast the first what? Stone. We can look at scriptures like Acts 4 and 11 and Mark 12 and 10 where it tells us that Jesus is our chief cornerstone. Uh, the stone that the builders rejected. And so I have a few quick, really quick points. And then we're going to go ahead 
and move on. Point number one is that the stone is purposeful. The stone is purposeful. What do you mean, pastor, that the stone was purposeful? Well, the stone, you all, was not for decoration. The stone was not, you know, just to complete uh, 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 the look or the feel of what was going on. It was functional, but it was also meaningful in a deeper way. And so let's explore that for a moment. When it comes to a stone on a tomb, it was a Jewish custom. It was something that the Jews used. And uh, some research says that the Jews believe that the stone would keep evil spirits and demons from the grave. And, you know, I thought that was interesting because I'm sure the stone played a few roles that day. It was something in place because y'all know they had the Roman guards trying to make sure, you know, that nobody would come and steal Jesus's body and act like he was the Messiah, act like he rose. They wanted him to be locked in there. So I'm sure that that's one of the functions of the stone, but also to think about how this Jewish custom is at play here, because in the event that this stone is something that was used to keep evil spirits and demons from the grave, then that means that God was able to do his thing unopposed. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can just imagine that whatever was happening on Saturday, uh, that, that God was able to prepare him for Sunday without having to fight any demonic force. And for that, we say thank you. And I want to tell you today that I believe that when you connect with uh, this redemption story, when you allow for the blood uh, to be on your doorpost, Bible study, then I believe that likewise that God will come in and do a work in you in your darkest hour that will be a work that is unopposed, a work that Satan cannot even think about coming to destroy. And so... It's important to know that your stone, it's purposeful. The next thing that is important to know is that the stone is pivotal. It's pivotal. It's pivotal. Transitionary, if you will. This stone in the story of the resurrection is a mark of transition in terms of Jesus' assignment. All right? So his assignment changed when the stone was rolled away. Once the stone was rolled away, his humanity, which might have taken a front seat while he was walking the earth among men, is now taking a back seat as he started to literally walk in the fullness of his divinity. Uh, the story goes, you all, that, that, and we know that he was both human and divine, right? And so now that the stone is rolled away, he has finished literally his human experience. And now he's transitioning to his divine experience. The story goes that he walked around earth for how many days, Bible scholars? For about 40 days, right, right, right? He showed his scars to those doubters. Oh, you didn't, you didn't, uh, but, uh, what's this? What you think this is? Uh-huh, yes, indeed. Doubting Thomas, uh-huh. Uh, he says, feel my scars. He says, feel uh, my wounds. And, and he got the keys from Satan, and then he ascended to the Father to assume his priestly duties. 
Oh, I'm glad about that. He assumed his forever position in his divine assignment as your risen savior, as your king, as your priest, and as your intercessor. Come on, somebody. For he is now interceding on your behalf. And when the enemy comes to accuse Sister Renee, and when the enemy comes to accuse Deacon Butler and say, Deacon Butler, you know you shouldn't have had that red suit on. And then when the enemy comes to accuse bro bro Brother Stephen and say, Brother Stephen, you shouldn't be wearing velvet in church. Then Jesus, he intercedes on our behalf. You know what an interception is? Anybody ever been mossed before? You know what an interception is? And so Jesus, he intercedes on your behalf. I'm just joking, y'all looking good, fellas. Hallelujah. And so the point is that he is now where he always was intended to be. Listen, he don't got to borrow nothing anymore because he's now home. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when the stone was rolled away, the good news is that he got up. He got up. He got up with all power in his hand. Listen, an empty grave, an empty grave. Come on, somebody. An empty grave is there to prove that he got up. Hallelujah. See, some like to serve some other gods, little G. Some like to serve some statues and some like to serve some other things, but we serve a God who's proven that he's risen from the dead and he is Lord. Every knee shall bow. Come on, somebody. And every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not only did he get up, but I love that part that he got up with all what? All power. Yeah, not some power, not 80% of the power, not 90% of the power, but he got up with all power in his hand. Amen. And now because of that, we have power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of that, you have power. Because of that, I have power. Amen. As a matter of fact, he's given us power to walk right. He's given us power to talk right. He's given us power to live right. He's given us power to think right. There's power, power, wonder-working power. In the blood of the Lamb. There's power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of the Lamb. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light. And the burdens of my heart, they did what? They rolled away. <laughs> you catch that? It was there by faith. I received my sight. And now... I am happy all the day. Somebody say that the stone is pivotal. And the last thing, you all, is that the stone is proverbial. The stone is proverbial. Y'all know what a proverb is? Yeah, it's proverbial. It, uh, the stone is a symbol, you all. And that's what I'm here to drive home today. 
the deeper meaning of this stone. A stone or the stone here is a symbol of what was thought to be shut. Now being open. Oh, God is so good. Has anybody ever experienced God in this way? Where there's something in your life that somebody told you, oh, that's dead. It's something in your life where you thought that uh, it'll never happen. However, what was once thought to be shut, God says, no, it's open. Didn't plan on mentioning uh, this here, but even what's, what's, what I'm being reminded of is there's some wounds that man calls shut that God called open. Can we pause here because we have a testimony in the house and I told you I was going to tell it today. Listen, our own Deacon Dr. Mike and Deacon Dr. Renee who have been standing on the promises of God as it relates to fertility has a testimony that they have a baby due in September. Can we give God some glory for that? What man called shut, God has called open, and we've got a reason to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If nobody else knows, they know that the stone can be rolled away. I said the stone can be rolled away. And if you can't praise him for yourself, then praise him for them. Because they are a living testimony that the stone, it don't matter how many days, it don't matter how many months, they've been waiting seven years, but the stone has been Somebody give him glory. Somebody give him glory. Hallelujah. The stone has been rolled away. Somebody shout rolling stones. And if I look at the audience, I can think about some other stones that have been rolled away. Because we all got a testimony. The stone of suicide has been rolled away. The stone of addiction has been rolled away. The stone of depression has been rolled away. The stone of promiscuity has been rolled away. The stone of a lying tongue has been rolled away. The stone of deceit has been rolled away. The stone of lust has been... Somebody praise him for your stone. He'll roll back the stone. Listen, listen, listen. I know the nature of the stone. I know the stone is heavy. What if I told you it's supposed to be? It's a stone. I know the stone seems unmovable no matter how hard you try. But what if I told you it's a stone? I know the stone seems to be blocking the light from coming in. Huh? But what if I told you that it's a stone. Oh, but when the stone is rolled away, <laughs> that which was heavy, man, that which was dark, man, <sighs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
that which was unmovable. That which the doctor said is no cure for. That which somebody told you was a life sentence. It's just going to be what it's going to be. That thing that you thought was uneditable. That thing you thought was, that thing you thought you were just going to have to live with. That thing is movable. The thing that you thought you were stuck in. The enemy had a trap set. But God came in to roll away your stone. And guess what? Some of us, we might feel like we're in a stone age right now. You might say, Pastor Joe, I got a couple of stones. Well, what if I told you on today, you can celebrate in advance. And you can praise him in advance. Because if you believe in the Father who will roll it away, then you don't have to wait until it's gone. But you can put a praise on it right now. You can lift your hands for it right now. You can lift your voice for it right now. Because freedom is nigh. Victory is nigh. Victory is yours. Salvation is yours. Somebody put a praise on it. Come on, this is a moment to praise him. We got a lot in this room to thank God for. I don't know about you, but I got a stone that's still a stone. But I'm going to praise him like it's already been rolled away. Yes, Lord. Oh, thank you, God. Oh, God, we praise you. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Come on and praise him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Woo. Woo. Thank you, Jesus. When I think of his goodness and what he's done for me, when I think about Jesus and how he set me free, I can dance. Hallelujah. When I think about Jesus and what he's done for me, when I think about Jesus and how he set me free, I can. Yeah. Hallelujah. When I think of his goodness and what he's done for me, when I think about Jesus and how he set me free, I can dance. How long all night? How long all night? How long? How long? How long? How long? How long? Yay! Thank you, Jesus. Yay! It's rolling away. The stone is rolling away. This is a reminder that God can open doors that no man can shut. And it's a reminder that God can shut doors that no man can open. Hallelujah. Yeah. And so check this out. The stone. Somebody say the stone. Somebody say the stone. Come on, somebody say the stone. The stone represents what should have been the end of a generation. 
but God caused it to be regeneration. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the media, look, 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 the, the, <laughs> the stone represents what the enemy meant to be an ending point, but God called it a starting point. Yeah, yeah, that's, let me tell you what the stone represents. The stone represents what the enemy tried to make a period. Yeah, yeah, God came in and he made it a comma. Why is that? Because he says, beloved, no matter what it seems, no matter what it feels like, no matter what the enemy tries to say, I'm still writing your story. <laughs> I'm still writing your story. And check this out. I'm going to get glory out of your story. You all, the stone, somebody say the stone. Somebody say the rolling stone. Is the proverbial closing of a case that the ultimate judge is so gracious to reopen. I'm going to say it one more time. Somebody missed it. The stone, proverbial, is the closing of a case that the ultimate judge is so gracious to reopen. He's reopening your case. <laughs> He's reopening your case. The enemy says, case closed. Not so fast. The ultimate judge. Oh, Jesus. The one who has the final say. The one where once he speaks, it shall come to pass. He says, not so. What the enemy called clothes, what man called clothes, me and my grace, I'm going to reopen for you. And when I reopen it, whew, it's going to the next level. When I reopen it, there's going to be an ascension. <laughs> and so today, I've been sent on assignment by the Father to let you know about rolling stones. Whatever the stone represents in your life, like I said, for some of you, it may be more than one. You think of them and you just think about grave sites, plots. He says, no. What was declared dead, even what you watched die, It's not just what I heard, it's God, it's what I've seen with my own two eyes. I know. That's what makes it miraculous. If I was regenerating, revitalizing, and breathing life into what was already living, it wouldn't be a miracle. If I was rolling away a stone 
that was already rolled away, it wouldn't be God. God is coming to breathe life into dead things. There's a spirit of resuscitation that's in the house even now. You ought to pull on it. There's a spirit of renewal, regeneration, fresh wind, fresh wind. Don't forget about the wind of refreshing. That wasn't just for that month. That even now as the seasons change, the season is changing in your life. Things are springing forth. What once was dead is now alive. Vegetation is returning. What was deemed a crop failure is not a failure after all. The soil is warm, and the bloom is blooming. And there shall be an ascension that only God can get credit for. You're going to have some scars. You're going to have some wounds, but you're also going to have a testimony that God is who he said he is. And that after all the doubt, I am who he said I am. And he's done what he said he'd do. The story of the resurrection shows us let God's be true. Let God's word be true. Let every man be a liar. There's nothing that God has said, no matter if, and, and, and quit your timelines now, because remember, when have they been talking about this, this Messiah? How many years before he actually came? And then when he came, they still had to wait three decades and three more years for this moment. Oh, but if you look at the grace of God all through Scripture, you'll see that God will give you what you need while you're in a season of the stone. And I'm speaking to you today that those who need new strength, that those of you who have come to a place where you need new faith because your doubt-o-meter is a little high, that he's coming today through this word. Remember I told you somebody's going to be healed through this word? He's coming today through this word to refill you, to revitalize you, to renew your strength, your faith, and everything that you need to hold you over until the stone is rolled away. But I've come to remind you, <laughs> it's as if the stone has wheels because it is a rolling stone. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the resurrection. We thank you, Lord, for 
what you've done through this word, God, how gracious you are to gift us with the word of encouragement on a day like today. Father God, it's about you and somehow you still chose to bless us. And so, Father, we just say thank you. God, we needed this. And we thank you that you always know exactly what we need. Thank you for being a needs-meeting God. Even when we feel undeserving, thank you that you look beyond our faults. And you meet us at our very need. I pray, Father, that if somebody came in heavy, doubting or fearing, that even now, spiritually, you are rolling those things away and preparing their heart and mind to receive what it is that you've promised. We love you. We adore you. We praise you. We honor you. Whew, there's nobody like you. And we say thank you. Somebody say thank you. Somebody say thank you. Thank you for the risen Savior. Thank you for the risen King. Thank you for the cornerstone, the stone that the builders rejected. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. Anybody thankful for Jesus? If so, stand to your feet all over the building and let's give God some praise. Hallelujah. Our great defender. Yeah. Our strong tower. Yeah. You've never lost a battle. Hey. You've never lost a battle.